I can't even send you up for a commercial. You play the tomato for 30 seconds, they want a half a day over schedule because you wouldn't sit down. Yes, it wasn't logical. You were a tomato! A tomato doesn't have logic! It works so perfectly because it has a perfect performance from Dustin Hoffman, and it is just so funny. I, I could just read the script. I have like I have a copy of the script at home, and I read it, and I just laugh out loud. But Dustin Hoffman approached that character so sympathetically. He doesn't play the cross-dressing for laughs. And he gave an interview a few years ago um, in which he said that he realized he had to do this movie when he saw himself made up as a woman. They showed him how he'd look on screen. And he was shocked that that he wasn't pretty. And he was shocked further to realize that if he saw this person, this reflection at a party, he wouldn't bother talking to her. And he just suddenly thought, oh, it's much harder for women. And I think men don't realize that, and why should they? Um, I mean, empathy would be nice, but you know, I understand why a lot of men don't realize that. And he thought, I, I want to play this woman. I want to show a, play, a, a woman who is not classically beautiful, plain is how they make her up in the movie, who is interesting and what she can achieve within those limits, really. And he does. And I think it, I think it's wonderful. Um, I wish the movie didn't end with him getting together with Jessica Lange. I wish he got together with Terry Garr. But I also understand why they had to do it. You know, I can remember years ago, there was none of this talk about what a woman was, what a man was. You just were what you were. <laughs> and now they have all this stuff about how much you should be like the other sex so you can be all more the same. And I'm sorry, but we're just not, you know? Right. Not on a farm, anyway. Bulls are bulls, and roosters don't try to lay eggs. I think people weren't so sure if that movie was going to succeed, to be honest. I mean, you can see there's in some cases they're a little bit nervous. It's not that 80s movies audiences were so much more sophisticated. I think, you know, if Tootsie came out today, it would be a massive success. If When Harry Met Sally came out today, it would be a massive success. It's that studios underestimate audiences now because there's also more at stake. That It costs so much money to release movies now that they just play to the lowest common denominator. So they want a movie that's going to make all the teenage boys and men go see it. So, you know, Suicide Squad or whatever. They just would not bother with Tootsie. They would they would just freak out. This idea of a cross-dressing man in a soap opera, I mean, what the hell is this? When Tootsie's on TV, which it is on quite often, um, it's still funny. And I still look on Twitter and I see everyone going, ooh, Tootsie's on, you know, Film 4 or whatever. There are plenty of movies from the 80s that do not hold up, like Mannequin definitely does not hold up. It is a terrible, terrible movie. Um, Loads of the movies that I loved as a kid, so things like Meatballs, which is um, Bill Murray as a a camp counselor, uh, which is so stupid. Stripes is so stupid. That's Bill Murray with Harold Ramis. Um, The big hits from the 80s, things like Porky's, definitely don't hold up. Um, You know, I memorized all the Police Academy films when I was a kid, and I can tell you they don't hold up. But the good ones so hold up, and what's amazing is how many good ones there are. You know, Ferris, Tootsie, Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Ghostbusters. And I honestly don't think, like, nostalgia aside, I just cannot imagine there are going to be that many movies that hold up from our decade in 30 years' time. 